Welcome to this special Global Intelligencer bonus podcast of the blog post, Strategic Question Number 5 for 2022, What's Next for the Quadruple Entente? We answer the other four strategic questions for 2022 and later post. The Strategic Question series is our review of the five most impactful global security issues facing policymakers from Washington to Warsaw and onward to Tokyo. In our last edition, we looked at Iran. Listen to that bonus episode at bit.ly GIDB003. Given the breadth of this topic, a bonus podcast this week covers each of the members of the Quadruple Entente. Today, we wrap up our series for the strategic question number five by looking at North Korea. First, make sure you don't miss any of the episodes of the Early Warning Podcast. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, you get a digest of the three top geosecurity issues for that day. Subscribe today at globalintelligencer.substack.com. The third-generation Kim family dear leader, Kim Jong-un, presides over the most militarized country on Earth, locked into a death struggle with its completely opposite southern neighbor, which is a prosperous, technologically advanced 21st century state embracing pluralism and democratic norms. Instead, North Korea still defies misfortune and misery as a result of the misrule of the Kim dynasty and represents a kaleidoscope of threat vectors to its enemies inside and outside Asia. Without its lifeline from the Chinese Communist Party, its proxy in Pyongyang would no longer exist to challenge the international order. But, for that reason, China protects its vassal state in Northeast Asia. In the recent past, Beijing has allowed Pyongyang to cause trouble with the West to shield its own designs for Asia, namely its island building program in the South China Sea and modernization of its own military forces. North Korea engages in cyber theft, nuclear missile test blackmail, and assassinations abroad. The UN estimates North Korean cyber thieves have hauled in some $2 billion for the elite of the hermit kingdom. A pattern is a series of missile tests, hand-wringing by the U.S. and other concerned parties at the UN Security Council, and attempts to pass even tighter economic sanctions that never stop Pyongyang's behavior. Kim collects UN sanctions like parking tickets. The regime's missile tests improve their range and accuracy, like the new Intercontinental Ballistic Missile System launched this past March. North Korea often engages in a campaign of rocket launches to try to wrangle concessions from the West to help prop up its economically hobbled regime. Recent apparently new construction of a second reactor at the Yongbyon nuclear site is a testament of the regime's commitment to forever maintain its atomic arsenal, 
despite the hopeful wishes of arms control advocates. Pyongyang is never going to get rid of its only weapon that guarantees regime survival. Earlier this May, Russia and China blocked the U.S. and others from applying economic sanctions as a punishment for Pyongyang's recent spate of testing missiles that were probably launched to remind the incoming hardliner South Korean president, Yoon Suk-yul, of his northern neighbor. Indeed, Pyongyang and Tehran find common cause in sharing a nexus of, quote, production, experimentation, testing, development, and deployment, unquote, for nuclear ICBMs, ultimately. Putin and Kim share an affinity, and their fixation on the use of nuclear weapons is not healthy. China is North Korea's main trading partner, and along with Russia, the provider of large amounts of rice, corn, and wheat. Feeding a country gripped by starvation as a product of state policy for many is an awesome amount of power. Without China, North Korea's economy would come to an abrupt halt. For free, China can poke South Korea and Seoul's ally, the U.S., and make the two have to negotiate with Kim instead of Beijing, where the power really lies. The great threat perception is Kim's arsenal of short- and long-range nuclear-tipped missiles and his artillery batteries bearing down on Seoul. Short-range nuclear rockets and artillery could devastate the South Korean capital and wipe out some 28,000 U.S. troops in an attack, while his ICBMs can reach the U.S. mainland. And best of all for the quadruple entente, Beijing would have plausible deniability. In sum, though North Korea seems to be often not grouped with China, Russia, and Iran, Pyongyang is the fourth revisionist power, making common cause with the three others and a metastasizing threat to a global rules-based system intact since the end of World War II. Overall, the Quadruple Entente acts with little restraint on the world stage. Despite the internal and external challenges, together the loose alliance presents a threat to a peaceful global order and requires robust vigilance by policymakers at all levels. The Entente's chief aim is to upend the current rules-based international order led by the U.S. Expect the four countries to continue to oppress ahead with aggressive and provocative moves in their respective regions and beyond. Defense planners should recognize the actions of the Quadruple Entente in concert, not separately. Russia casts a dark shadow across the European Union and wants to fracture NATO to do its part to vex Washington. Iran seeks hegemony in the Middle East, but also to be a global player upon joining the nuclear club as another threat vector to take on the United States, eventually with long-range nuclear-tipped ICBMs. Tehran is close to a nuclear breakout, which would all but guarantee the survivability of its 
hardline theocratic regime. North Korea is China's l'enfant terrible, there to deflect Beijing's designs for Asia and present Seoul, Tokyo, Canberra, and Washington a threat matrix, conventional, cyber, and nuclear, to alter their defense and diplomatic postures at no cost to its master. And finally, the fulcrum of power of the Entente is the Chinese Communist Party. And as long as it brandishes the political, economic, and military strength to impose its revised vision of the world, freedom lovers are at great risk. Thank you for joining me all this week for our look at strategic question number five. What's next for the quadruple entente? Remember, maintain your situational awareness throughout the week when you subscribe to the Global Intelligencer Early Warning Podcast at globalintelligencer.substack.com. And on Saturday, be ready for the first premium product published bi-weekly, the Global Intelligencer Plus Report. The GIP report is complimentary for the month of May. You won't want to miss this inaugural issue that explores the lessons Iran draws from Russia's reinvasion of Ukraine. I'm Winter at the Second, the Global Intelligence.